They were a real treat to watch, Rangers. They've been superb under Graham Murphy. You know, from a Rangers perspective, they're playing, they're playing brilliantly now. They're excellent. You know, Rangers are, are they're a different animal under Graham Murphy. And they'll cause Celtic, they'll cause that Celtic back four problems. I don't think Celtic at the moment are, are firing in all cylinders. Get players with good ability, good energy, good pace. They'll go into next week's game with a lot of confidence. Nothing to fear. They'll have a go. They'll get at them right for the off and, and they'll test Celtic. Take Tierney out. I've said it before. Take Tierney out of that back four. I think they're, they're good players. I'm not saying they're bad players. Nothing like that. But they're, uh, they can be got at. Graham Murty has been absolutely superb in what he's done in the short period of time. I want that son of a bitch dead. I want him dead. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burnt to the ground. I want to go to the middle of the night. I want to piss out his ass. And that's what it's the game that you want. You want to, you know what I mean? We're going to have to beat them at one point. Shut your fucking mouth, you'll do nothing. You'll do fucking nothing. Now, one of you will do nothing. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Hola. Guten Tag. Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. What's with, what's with that? I've, I've given an international flavour. Louis rubbing his eyes like he's not. No, I liked it. You know, we're trying to get these <sighs> listeners on iTunes to listen. Um, see? Yes. Plug in the... I see what you've done there. Plug in the iTunes. Hello and welcome to the 90 Minutes Tonight podcast. I'm your host, Chris Gallagher, um, surrounded by uh, a, a heavyweight panel of of footballing... Speak for yourself. <laughs> no, I hate it. Off to a bad start. Off to a bad start with that, because he's, 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 he's completely mis- misinterpreted what I was saying there, Louis. Carry on. Introduce me. <sighs> That's the that's the voice of uh, Louis McCaffrey, um, the owl. I, I pick the owl because I think it's the one you like least. So um, the owl It's probably the kindest. It's probably the kindest. Uh, no, um, of course, uh, Louis McCaffrey. Um, uh, Louis, it's been terrific. How are you? Uh, I am good. I I'm been very excited for us. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. You get some yep. a lot of comments to say. Going to um, pound forward. We're going to pound it. I'll I'll pound uh, it. But off to a terrible start. If I'm honest. The, the phrase of using pound doesn't work. Um, Dermot Coyle's looking perplexed, yep. if, if nothing Hello. is. Hello, bonsoir. Oof, 
You see? Keep it going. Keep it going. French. Dermot Coyle, of course. Now you've got an easy, you've got an easy route to do because you are Scandinavian, so you'll give which, us a which Scandinavian language do you want me to? Say Swedish. We'll not be able to tell the difference. Just go for any one of them. I don't know. I, yeah, Shana, 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 Shana. That's how the Swedish <laughs> sounds. They go Shana, Shana, Shana. It's a, it's a bit more melodic. Uh, melodic, melodic, of course. Yeah, language than Norwegian, but it's uh, it so, sounds strange. So was that that was Swedish? Yeah, no, it's uh, Swedish, yeah. Um, can you do Danish? <laughs> no, that's Danish. <laughs> <laughs> essentially you could Danish. be making all this up. <laughs> no, no, that's how no. they speak. Yeah, just, just you could still be making it up just by yeah. saying that. No, that's how they speak. That doesn't necessarily mean that's how they speak. Uh, welcome to 90-minute... 90-minute... Uh, uh, hello and welcomes. Um, no, Thank so you. Norwegian, go on. That's right, Norwegian. That's all I need. No, do, so <laughs> say hello <laughs> in Norwegian. Oh, Hi. Gukvel. Gukvel. So, like, if Ronnie Dyla walked in here, what would you say? Hi, Ronnie. Hi, Ronnie. Hello. <laughs> well, he's kind of here. That's why I like sitting on this couch because I can look at Ronnie for two hours. He looks down on us from the from the cynic, top of Cynic Towers. He's He's got his fist pumped. He's ready to rock and roll. Um, and I think I speak for everyone when we say, please come back, Ronnie. We do. Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. That's the thing. Um, oh, I like it when he comes over to visit. Aye. Goes for a few pints. Good oh, on him. Not, not just a few, pal. <laughs> so the rumours go. Um, Rain that he in. can handle it. Nah, I don't need the man. Uh, Louis, we st- before we started recording, Louis like, plug the iTunes. Plug the iTunes. Get the iTunes in there. So plug it. So plug it. Plug it. Right, okay. <clears throat> Give us a pitch. If you're listening to this podcast and you... You don't think the last couple of minutes has been utterly shite? That's then true. Can you please go on iTunes <laughs> if you're on iTunes listening on an iPhone? Um, can you hit the the ratings button? Subscribe, give us five, subscribe, we'll subscribe, and comment. Give us five stars um, and a, a wee kind of positive comment would be lovely. But it does actually make a big difference to us. And, and yeah, if you're already subscribing, just on school, subscribe. And subscribing in. Are you drunk, Chris? Yeah, it might, might be your tea. I don't know what you put in. Do but we yeah. need to beg for ratings? No, we no. don't. What we're doing is yes. we are. Yes, yes, yes. we do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We absolutely do. Fair enough. Well, we, we don't really beg do. for money for this <laughs> premium really, content. So really, yeah, do. we really do. No, um, don't let the last four minutes be any judgment. <laughs> if you're listening for the first time. Christ, you've picked a hell of an episode uh, for us to try and plug you to do iTunes. Yeah, uh, but no. Um, but so just, but just do it, right? Don't, don't be shady. Don't be an asshole. And, and just no do it. Do it. Look, like, look, it's right there. Just do it. These men, these men have families, and although there are no uh, in any way financial fiduciary uh, rewards, they can know. go home to their children and they can say, "Look what Daddy made." Daddy's back here in the podcast. This is my child. This Plus is my any, baby. Plus, any time we get into the top 100 on iTunes charts, we all screenshot oh. it and put it in the group chat. Yeah. That actually happens. That yeah. time we went top 10. Well, we did get to the top four, which was the... Well, <sighs> my phone broke. Insanity. <laughs> I was on a date with a lassie, and that did not go well, because I'm like, every two minutes I'm going to... I think, I think she thought I had a coke <laughs> problem, because every two minutes I was, I was going to the toilet being like, oh, and I come back buzzing like, oh, fucking what? Um, anyway, um, so uh, welcome to the podcast this week. You guys were on it last week. You had you've created quite a little uh, sort of midfield maestro um, partnership, Louis and Dermot. You you feel like you're, yeah. you're bopping off each other. I enjoyed it last week. I no, I mean, look at the two of us. Very both, handsome. Both I'll be stunners. honest, stunners. It's a bit of a lack of wine tonight, though. 
would ah, I be well, invited? Was, was right. quite the host. Do you want a pint of a can of Carlsberg? No, I'm fine. Are you sure? I'm fine. See I'll when you offer them. See when they go. There's none of that, and then you so offer them. All talk. Right, <laughs> all talk. Uh, no, you guys have been terrific. Christian, it's been a while since you've been on. No, it hasn't. It was surely just a few weeks ago. Maybe it, it seems longer. It, it was a lot longer. Okay, I'm back here. Uh, talk us about talk us through the supplement. Um, can I plug it because yeah, it's sure? it's first of all, it's not longer called a supplement, but that's I mean yeah, well yeah, it's, yeah so. sorry. The, the it's cynical. called the cynical, and it's looking uh, really really good. So we released all the articles uh, a couple of weeks back, but Mr. Bowd and Mr. Mr. Keith have done an amazing job in putting it into an EPUB magazine. So we should go to the website Ninth Minute Cynic and download. For free, um, it looks great. It plays great. It sounds great. It's a magazine, but not not how you know it. Yeah. Um, and it's you know we're gonna do this four times a year in terms of giving out uh, the cynical. Um, and it's it's a magazine you can download at any time. Really, it's like stories doesn't really go out of date. They don't age and it's, it's a really wide variety of stories and really good stories. I'm really pleased with it this time, uh, and it's just getting better and better. And hopefully, in a couple of weeks, we'll have a. A little feature pod with some of the writers and and so on. So uh, yeah, go to Night Minutes Cynics and uh, download it. Yeah, well, um, I'll have a look and see what I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> squeeze us in. Yeah, I'll squeeze them in. Uh, Louis, <laughs> will you be doing a um, article, of course, for the next the next cynical? Uh, hey, d- listen, if I'm given some notice, <laughs> every single I, day, every no, every, everybody's like, ah, yeah, you should write some. And next thing I see. Latest edition of the cynical is available. <laughs> this is the flip book all over again, isn't it? Flip, flip board. Was it not flip board? I don't know the fact that we can't even remember what it was. Listen, that was the greatest. It's still regularly updated for anybody. The fact yeah. that you don't need, know the name of it makes me think that maybe it's not. Anyway, um, let's get back on track. Um, so, we're going to talk about um, the upcoming game um, against uh, Rangers. Uh, Scottish Cup semi-final draw as well. We'll touch on other things. Um, we'll, we'll also look at... Well, we're going to start by um, talking about Scott Brown. Uh, it was Scott Brown's testimonial dinner. Um, just I think it was at the weekend, was it, or maybe it was Monday? I can't remember. The snow has completely been shut in this flat for four days. Has really just melted my brain. But anyway, so Scott uh, Scott Brown's testimonial dinner was recently. Um, Brendan Rogers was obviously there, as was Gordon Strachan and Neil Lennon, and they were discussing Scott Brown. And you know, Gordon Strachan was telling stories about you know signing him and. And such, and it, you know, it was, I'm sure it was entertaining and stuff. We weren't there, weren't invited. Bit disappointed. <laughs> what but was, that, what yeah, was that all about? Why was there a why why a testimonial dinner? Like, did, without yeah, did the not game, game being announced? No. I, I I'm sure the game will be announced, but they always do like a testimonial dinner. I know, but I thought the testimonial dinner would happen at the same time as the game, rather than being separate events. It's Sunday's the testimonial we're playing. We've we've, oh, should, we've oh, chosen Rangers. Oh, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. Um, we're literally going to turn up. Paul McStay is coming out of retirement. He's going to have fifteen <laughs> minutes. Uh, no, I don't know. Actually, I, that's interesting that it's not actually been been announced. Unless it has. No, I don't think so. No. I think we would know. We, we might not. <laughs> we do have a finger on the pulse. So no, I think we. I think anyway, um, so Dermot, I just want to start with you. Uh, kind of thoughts on Scott Brown as a player? Any highlights? Any lowlights? Um, because we, you know, this whole Scott. I, I mean, I think he's he's really sort of got better and better in my eyes. Uh, I remember being quite disappointed by him in the first couple of seasons, uh, specifically his uh, his lack of passing ability. Yeah. Uh, 
I think when we signed him, I was led to believe that he was going to play a more attacking role and be a bit more dynamic. And I think really he found he found his role in Celtic, uh, and I he's missed any time he doesn't play. He kind of has a heartbeat of the of the, the team, team a lot of the yeah a lot of the you, time. You think he um, he does earn has he has earned the right to be kind of classed with other great sort of captains like you know Billy McNeil, Roy Aitken, Paul McStay, Paul Lambert. Scott Marshall, I, I I think he's I think he's putting a really good shift and giving a lot of really great service <laughs> there's, to the there's club. There's a little bit. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's a it's a yes. I mean, it's not really. I know. <laughs> Mc McStay and uh, Billy McNeil are maybe a bit different. Okay, like well, for me, and yeah, no, well, I I just mean put into the, the sort of pantheon with all of the greats. I'm not saying he is as good as any of them, but as a Celtic captain, I I think so. I think that. Uh, he, I think what he's given to the team over the years, um, and the performances kind of dragged us through a lot of games. I think his determination has been inspirational at times uh, to a lot of the the guys that have been on the pitch with him and to the fans. Uh, it's, it's not all been great, you know. It's especially in the, the first couple of seasons. Those times I was just, yeah. I mean, uh, this is. In fact, I'll stick with you guys, Louis. What are your kind of thoughts? Um, where would you put him? What do you think of him? Um. Obviously, I think he's kind of in recent decades, probably you know, arguably the best captain we've had in a, quite a long time. I mean, that's wrong. Oh. Well, Paul Lambert, Paul McStay. Right, I'm thinking of. You said decades. Right. All right. Okay. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't say ten decades, did I? Yeah, but decades I'm, uh, I'm thinking of some of the I'm, yeah, I'm thinking three, of yeah. better than like the McManuses of this world and people like that who I think of as being Celtic captains no no that that, that is a fair enough um, point but no I, I, Scott Brown I think if you judge him on recent years then you see what player he's become but then there was quite a period of time a couple of years before that even during the Ronnie years where we thought you know He's done, he's finished, and until Brendan Rodgers has come in, he's really rejuvenated him and made him a better player. So it's c- kind of hard to judge, I think. You're judging Scott Brown right now, and past recent years, you'd say, yes, fantastic, fantastic player. But I think as a captain and as a kind of a role model and a leader, he's been he's been fantastic over the piece. Um, and obviously, he's had some, some cracking highlights, such as... The Bruni, yep. doing that to Juf. That was just the best. Do, do you know the sad thing? That's all, that? that's all I had to do. It's an, I, I watched this the other day just because of like obviously the Bruni celebration, right? Um, but the goal's really good. It's like a really oh, good no, goal. A Everyone forgets the goal because it's just like the Bruni, and he has created a sort of cult status with that in a lot of ways. Because uh, I'll, I'll give my two cents before we bring in the Norwegian hitman. Um, <laughs> I think Scott Brown, over the last two seasons, under Brendan Rodgers, has been utterly sensational. And I'm going to use the word sensational because he has stood up to almost every challenge and he's smashed it. But he's not just done it uh, domestically, um, he's done it internationally, he's improved on an international level, he's proved... um, uh, European level um, you know we always um, we've got an interesting relationship with stats but if you look at the stats from his European performances he really does stand out but the stats don't actually t- no does he not okay well he's done his fucking face ah, this is what I'm talking about but my, my point is still um, Scott Brown over the last two years has been sensational 
previous to that, he's been good. I think people tend to look at the here and now. Lustig's a prime example, you pricks. <laughs> Saying that Lustig's finished and Lustig's done. Lustig's not finished. He might, you know... He might not get back in the team because, you know, maybe someone will come in and take his place. Fair enough. But, but to turn on a guy so quickly. Oh, can we oh don't talk Let rubbish. me finish. I'll give you, I'll give you time to speak. You can have a rebuttal. Well, you shouldn't have done that then. Because you're talking shit. I'm not talking shit. What I'm seeing is how quick. I'm doing this with my fingers. Like, well, like, what I'm talking about. What? Uh, <laughs> I think. Um, what I'm talking about with Lustig is, though, um, people turn on him so quickly. Just like people are very quick to say, Scott oh, Brown. You're taking it the wrong way. You're taking it personally. I'm no not one's ta- turning up. We all love him. I'm not turning it. But you need to retire the horse sometimes. No, no, no. There comes a time. You leave him out to stud. That's what Lustig <laughs> is going to do. He's going out to stud. Uh, glue factory. <laughs> Christian, Get help out. me before I punch. I'm just going to become a punching machine. Lustig or Brown? Brown. So. I, you know, I've, I've been in Scotland long enough to to remember Scott Brown coming to Celtic and, and, and playing for for Hibernia. And then I, when he went to Celtic, obviously, I think it was a record signing at the time. It still, it it still, still is. It's it? Between two Scottish clubs. But I still don't... I, at that time, I don't think I, or maybe many others, thought that Scott Brown was going to have the Celtic career. He did, as in from becoming somebody who's now synonymous with the club and in this the last decade of Celtic so it's and as Dermot says I remember the first couple of years he had a lot of criticism and I think he had a lot of there was a lot of personal stuff going on for him around that time as well Uh, at that point and you know as you say I mean players go through these peak and troughs in terms of their relationship with the fans and everything like like that and so yeah he's kind of turned into from Somebody who you go, mm, you know, was that a good signing or not? And 10 years later, he's just a stalwart. I think you kind of touched upon it. We kind of touched upon it when we speak about Brown before as well, that he's a good, on the pitch, he's a good player. And he has been a good player for almost the whole time at Celtic. He's had some, yeah, some really good peaks and he had some extraordinary games. Has he been a great player for Celtic? I don't think it is. Has he been a great leader and a motivator and an organizer and a, and a captain? Absolutely. And then you go kind of, what is the balance between what he does on the pitch? And I think Rodgers has done really well that he's found a role for him that he fulfill probably better than any other midfielder in Scotland. So it's not like he's, he's just an average. He's a, he's a really good player, especially in the Scottish standard. But his main strength has been outside and being a leader. So it's always that balance between what you give on the pitch, but also what you then give outside. So I think he's overall, I think he's been a good, sometimes great player for Celtic. But he's been his main force has been outside um, the pitch. You said he's been really good internationally. I think my criticism of Brown is when things go tough in Europe. Sometimes he kind of goes missing a little bit. Sometimes we want somebody to stand up. He gets a lot of. A lot of it doesn't get criticised as easily as other players. You mentioned Lustig there as well. We had the same discussions about Brown, about Brown on the Dyla that you have about Lustig now. So I think it's been, and I also think he, I don't know what happened on the Dyla's last year, but 
it, obviously something wasn't working there and he was has a shape, has, has he was a stood up and been counted uh, I don't know but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah I, I think he's overall he's been a really good player in the in the Scottish League and he's been good for Scotland but he's not a, one of the great Celtic players but I think he's, he's really much defined probably much the last decade for Celtic here's, here's the thing here's the biggest compliment I'll, put, I'll pay, bl- pay Brown here's the biggest compliment I'll pay, I'll pay Brown um we are in a lot of trouble when he starts to kind of really slow, roll roll it back. When he starts to do, when he's on, thing. come on, bite. No, I'm better than that. Lustig's better than that. We are better than that. Um, when Scott Brown, uh, we've got Scott Brown Holtyfell in midfield, don't we, Dermot? Because there is no one in that team um, that really has the aggressive tenacity. Um, and it's not about being a bam, which he's got that about him. Let's not yeah. get in on he doesn't. Lennon had that as well. It's yeah. it's just about being cute and being smart with it. Yeah, I think he's learned uh, a lot of the cuteness and smartness as well. There's less of the really stupid sendings off that, uh, you know, like kicking uh, Neymar, Neymar that yeah. kind of nonsense that used to happen. But I, I think not get anyone that can step into that role at all. Uh, get no one with the same kind of dig and bite and determination. Uh, and I'm not one for saying, oh, I love that, you know, that old kind of British football of all just getting amongst them and all that, but... Louis' eyes just blit uh, You know, it, 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 does, it does help having someone in the team who just has, doesn't seem to be scared of anything. But that's not just a British football thing. Italian teams have had it for years. Spanish oh, yeah. teams have had it in the past. Do you know what I mean? Look at Busquets. As, as, as talented and as skillful and as a wonderful player he is, as he is, he's still a fucking bam at times. Yeah, but the, I, mean? I think the things you could pretty much... In days gone by, have a career in British yeah, football yeah. just by having that without yeah, anything you, you do technical. Need, you absolutely whereas, do need the technical side yeah. of it as well. Well, that's what it, we, we need to balance it out. But um, I think there's a place for it, uh, Louis. I'm going to ask you, uh, Louis Laird at Louis Laird O one uh, best Glasgow Derby goal you have seen. I'll come to the other uh, panelists with that. Um, you know, I, I know mine. I'll tell you mine. Do you what would you like me to start? What do you mean seen? On the well, telly or at in person, or, just you just have to, one you've don't seen. Don't have to have been there. Well, it's obviously Henrik's chip. It's one of the best. Is it as good as Andreas Tom's at Ibrox? That's what I was going to say. Is it as good as John Collins' free kick at Ibrox? Well, don't dribble, son. As I just told you. <laughs> Firstly, nice comeback. I like that. I might use that. Um, no, Larson's obviously was uh, sensational. As filth, filth. Utter uh, but for me personally, um, the Tom one would be hard to top, but it yeah. was topped by Paul Lambert um, in the 2-0 win at Parkhead at uh, New Year's Eve, um, yeah. New Year's Day. Burley scored, that was the first one, Burley scored the second one, and the reason that was so unbelievably amazing is because we beat Rangers. Yeah. And you know we're now living in a in a time where that happens fairly regularly, and you know we're, obviously we're coming on the eve of a game that maybe is probably going to be a little bit more competitive than it's been for a while. But the idea of beating Rangers, not beating, not winning the league, although we did win the league that season, but it, it was a goal that just to me was just the greatest thing in the world because it was about thirty five yards out as well, top end. You remember it, Dermot? Yeah, no, I remember it, and uh, yeah, I remember the days when uh, beating Rangers was. Uh, <laughs> Those days were hard to come by at times, you know. I remember yeah. scoring goals against Rangers was like, know. holy fuck. Do you just remember those 
couple of years when Andy Gorham would keep everything out. And he'd absolutely destroy them, then he'd punt the ball up to Loudrop and he'd Pierre Van Hoydonk in that game at Ibrox where he has a header and I don't know how to this day still how Andy Gorham saved it. Anyway, reminiscing a little bit too much. Uh, That's mine. Have you got a favourite Celtic goal um, against Rangers? Yeah, well, I'll choose one of them. I was actually at the game in 2012. I think it probably was the last game at Parkhead before Rangers went into liquidation because that was after that. 3-0 game. 3-0 game and... um, Chris Cummins had a great goal in the first half. Um, it's actually a really nice goal, but then I think Gary Hooper had like a twenty-yard strike uh, for three 0 which I sat right behind, which is which is great. So I think the ones I've actually been to, I, I Gary Hooper over Chris Cummins. So. Sammy played them in. Oh, Sammy played them in. Let it come across him. Had it with the right Norwegian centre half that game man. as well. Thomas Rogner. Uh, Thomas Rogner, who scored a yeah. goal at Ibrox as well. Um, where is Ronya? Do you know where Ronya is? I just signed for something, didn't he? He's just signed for um, Liga Warsaw in Poland. Oh, has right, he? Right. He was a guy who always just, it was just injuries. If, yeah. if, he, if he wasn't injured, he would have Strong got, jaw. I mean, he went to... <laughs> broken <laughs> nose and about three places. He went to Wigan and... He got injured again, he didn't he? injured again. Uh, played well in Gothenburg um, since he came back there and then, yeah, got moved to Poland, which is it's good for him. Uh, I know we're going to move. It, on. it might be. Uh, it should be up for Norwegian national team. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Will he get in the national team? I, I think well, Norway hasn't got very many good centre halves, so they have uh, they have one now. But yeah, I think he can he can take the place. <laughs> well, I promise you this: um, if he does anything that warrants any sort of um, you know, if we want the plank, then we'll take it back. Okay. Um, talk me through the Morton game. Uh, Celtic took on Morton at the weekend. Louis, fa- everyone's face just oh, went. Ch- well, I was going to actually, I was going to say something that I think you might like. Uh, Celtic beat Morton three 0 Three goals to nil. Man, didn't you? Uh, I've the got, main man from us. I've got no. I wasn't actually. Um, I've got a name here underlined with a dash in front of it, and it says simply French Eddie. French Eddie. <laughs> well, look, look at everybody coming to coming to me. No, well, you, you've been a fan of French Eddie. That's why I'm bringing Said it to you. Said it since day one. You did, well, you did, did not say it since day I one. Did, I did. I did. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't lie. Don't hey, lie. You got to... You got... And when he's got this first... Don't you lie to me. He jumped on the wagon like everyone <laughs> else. Let's face it. I judged the boy's walk as soon as he came in that day. That is I true. You. you did say you had a good walk. Him, Carlton Cole, all these guys, a massive hits Strong the walks, club. man. Strong. You can tell by the stride. You can tell by the stride. Um, um, go on, on you go. Nah, well... I like I like Edward. I, I think um, I do as well. By I, the way, I'd, I'd like I'd like to keep him. I think in terms of uh, he he is very raw, and everybody I think acknowledges that. And we're not. Let, let me let me jump in quickly. What did he do on uh, against Morton that impressed you? Because he came on and he changed the game. He did. He, he, he just had a bit of confidence about him. He, he looked sure in himself. I think sometimes when you see him, he looks a bit. Sometimes he can be trying a bit too hard, or he can he, then he can he, he can kind of look the opposite way. Where I think he's he's not really trying, but Dembele can have that look about him sometimes. But I, I thought he just looked confident. He was driving driving forward and um, showing lots of little bits of skill that you know he, he maybe doesn't always feel that he can. But maybe against Morton. I don't know. He, he just looked confident. He um, can he can drop a shoulder well. He drops oh. a shoulder and makes a little bit of space for himself. The way that not necessarily um, different to the way Dembele would do it. Dembele turns and he drives. Yeah. Eddie's got that sort of more aggressive uh, 
take you on and beat you sort yeah. of way. That's what I quite like about him. I think he's. I, I, I like him. Are we going to spend eight million on him? No, well, we don't even need to talk about that. We'll think about that another day. But I would like to have him again next year. Um, and you know, he could be a ready-made replacement for Dembele, who let's face it, will probably be away in the summer. So. I, I think it'd be worth him sticking around if even if we could get him on a loan again. But I like him. I, I really do like him. But I mean, he wasn't man of the match, obviously. Yeah, um, and the fact is, um, if we get another loan, it'll be you know we'll be on a loan again. On our on way. On a loan again. To paradise. Um, fuck that one up. Dermot Coyle. Um, kind of overall thoughts on the Morton game. You know, you can chalk up yeah. a lot of categories and say it was. You know, quarterfinals of the cup. You just want it out of the way. It was at home to a, a lesser opposition. Always going to be dangerous. Anything other than that? Uh, it's basically uninspiring, wasn't it? I mean, the first half was I thought especially dire. Uh, yeah, Eddie was. I mean, you wouldn't be spending seven million on him. No, let's be honest. I mean, that's uh, crazy money, uh, and he did have a pretty poor. Miss, you know that kind of side-footed yeah, shot, you know. Yeah, I, I he was, did. That was. I kind of thought that was a bit. You should be looking to stick them away, especially if he's hoping to. I think French Eddie just does that for the crack, but yeah, <laughs> it was just. And at that point, we could have done with that hitting the net as well, you know. Yeah, uh, really could have. But yeah, I mean, the Morton game ahead of the Rangers game, it was just like let's get out of the way, and you kind of knew after sort of ten minutes that this is going to be a bit of a slog. I know, you know. Uh, I, th- I think we got the first in, into the first fifteen minutes. I think you know our WhatsApp group started lighting up, and it was a case of this isn't very good. Yeah. Um. And there's no one who's going to you know dispute that because frankly you can't dispute that. Um. Sometimes you're going to have games where it's not going to be the most inspiring, but you win. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's fine. At the same time... But we have them quite regularly. Though. It's happening more and more regular. And the biggest um, criticism of Ronnie Dyla was uh, we might win. But I remember Chris Armani going on a rant after we'd won 8-1. And he was right to. We won 8-1 against Hamilton at home. And Christian was, you know, rightly as well saying, you know, you don't often win by such high margins, etc. But yeah. other than the goal... And again, this is going to sound ridiculous, but other than the goals, it was pish. It's how ridiculous because it is ridiculous. No, we're not really. You can score. Yeah, eight, you can still. You can score like eight goals, and the game still be utter crap. No, you can't. <laughs> Good defence there. Good yeah. defence. You know how people say that Tupac and Biggie are still alive, living on an island somewhere. I, I think some man named Brian are <laughs> living on an island. I think they're still. I don't. I don't think they died. No. I, think, I think they're still alive, living somewhere. Listen, recording we, podcasts with each other. Let me just make this point. We definitely hope that Chris Armani isn't dead. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Brian. No, we do. Well, I'm only, we're only joking, Brian. Um, go, Christian, what, what do you think about that? So, you've not been on for the last couple of weeks, right? And well, that was the quarterfinal of the Scottish Cup. Yes. Um, a lot of people would say um, it's the quarterfinal of the Scottish Cup, and, and therefore you should look for the actual result over the performance. Um, what's your kind of take on that? I think Rogers set a team up especially in the first half me and Louis was talking about this when we, when we met in the shop earlier uh, that I don't think in the first half especially Rogers didn't set up to play Morton he set up to play the way they want to play against um, Rangers next weekend because especially in terms of that's interesting having two quite deep midfielders or in, in Brown and Sham um, 
having the three center halves um, and the two deep ones. So it was quite almost a, not defensive, but there was a lot of people staying back in terms of when Celtic was attacking. So I think it was, we we're going to meet be Morton pretty much no matter what. So I think it was more setting up for the first half to do that. And I think when you set up in that way against a team like Morton, you kind of end up being a bit back heavy and, you know, and also have this theory that sometimes it's tougher for Celtic to meet these lower league teams uh, in the cup because, you know, the teams in the, the lesser teams in the, in the Premiership are so they're kind of grinded down by Celtic in a way. And they're so used to going to Celtic and they know they can get and hammering. And it's it's whereas these teams, they come up, it's it's the game of the season for them or a few seasons and especially for Morton <laughs> and, and a team like Morton who's actually pretty good yeah, um, I thought so as well. and they're well drilled and they give everything for like 50-60 minutes so I don't think you can look at it as a we're just setting up this is the best team to beat Morton because I think if, if he wanted to do that he'd put maybe French Eddie on in, in the first half but I think he, the first half was setting up uh, the team he wanted against Rangers, so yeah, I mean they were going to win regardless. So I think it was he had more than half an eye on, on the Rangers game for that. Uh, Dermot Comper undecided, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> off to a bad start. Off yeah, to it, it, a wasn't, bad start. it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. I didn't feel as with the most confidence at the start. It's hard to know, actually. You yeah. know, he, he looked kind of solid enough, didn't? He? And he's still probably getting. It's not back to kind of match fitness. Uh, I mean, the defense. Going to Ibrooks was the one thing that I would kind of worry about, um, but I think we should be okay. The defense going <coughs> anywhere at this point, yeah. I would be worried. I like what I saw. I mean, he had a, a dodgy pass in the first half, but other than that, he looked. I think that combination of Ayer, Zimonovic, and, and compare in the tree looks quite nice because you compare as a left uh, foot one, Yosos of your left in the middle, and then Ayer on the right. So I think those three, you know. Was Compliments each other and the, the three big lads in a way, and uh, they can all play, uh, pass and and move up the field. So, uh, I quite like what I saw there. I mean, as a comper, as you say, just as his first game back in a while, and he didn't play much in in Germany, the start of the season anyway. But uh, I think those three at the back is quite a good option going to to Ibrox. It's, it's you know okay, they're not played much. That's the first time they played together, but as a as a combination of three different players, yeah, I think that. I think it'd be all right. Um, yeah, I think he was he, reserve judgment. Um, he looks quite fancy though; like he looks like pure handsome and foreign. So I'm, I'm, I'm so all foreign people are, to be fair. Yeah, but you're a you're a, a jock now, pal. Yeah. Don't kid on you're not. Uh, French Eddie, um, five goals in fifteen uh, appearances in the Premiership. It's pretty, pretty good. It's okay, isn't it? But yeah, good. Um, he's got two goals in three appearances in the Scottish Cup. And he's got three other appearances. So overall, it's uh, seven goals in twenty-two games. A lot of them, a lot of bit starts. I, 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 I you should really do this per ninety minutes played. But okay, that's fine. Just a restart uh, note. He's just so. built your pants down. So. <coughs> I'm not embarrassed. Yeah. But if um, if you look at it per ninety minutes tats, played, yeah. uh, French that is uh, among the top five, I think, in, in, in the Premiership now in terms of goals. So. Yeah. Together with Dembele and, and Griffiths, to be honest, but you know, stats aren't, stats aren't for everyone. No. Um, Scottish Lou, um, <laughs> that's a fact. Uh, so, uh, in in terms of the, the Scottish Cup game, the crowd. Um, oh, come on, come on, get to, let's get to the bit that we all care about. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> don't try to go over Morton. No, just <laughs> let, let me make my point about 
the Scottish Cup crowd. Um, there was a lot of criticism. Uh, guys like fucking Ewan Murray on Twitter. Fucking Ewan Murray. And, uh, follow I do. It's still, he still gets repeated, what, retweeted on it. What was the criticism? Um, that the crowd was really small. And this is two, a day after. It's everyone seen the weather. Yeah. Um, and but there was sports sound as well with the criticism oh. and stuff. And it's just like, are you kidding on? Like, Come people on. Like, were literally snowed in. Yeah. So no wonder the crowd was small. Also, it was Martin. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably yeah. about twenty five quid a ticket. I know it's forty billion quid a ticket. Um, Scottish Cup um, semi final draw. We've got Rangers. Um, it's been confirmed really? that it's on the fifteenth today, the fifteenth Sunday, the fifteenth of half two kickoff April. Is it half two? Yep. Okay. Um, the other semi being Kilmarnock Aberdeen. Dermot, are they the four best t- best teams in Scotland right now? Oh, well, Hibs would maybe uh, slip in there ahead of Aberdeen. You think so? Yeah, maybe. I think when they played Aberdeen, they kind of gave them a bit of a lesson. Uh, I think the thing with Hibs is they're just that kind of inconsistent. I think Kilmarnock would be an outstanding. Outstanding. Uh, I mean, Rangers are on form at the minute. Uh, we don't know what they are saying, yes. Kilmarnock, Aberdeen, they're in whoever wins that plays Motherwell. Of course. God, I of course. Motherwell, yeah. I'm sorry, Motherwell, yeah. Motherwell just yeah. put... Um, Heart's out, yeah, Heart's out so. the of course, yeah, that's right. I, f- I forgot that, but yeah, my point kind of still stands, and that that they're probably the four best teams. And if Mother will get into the semi final, uh, get to the final, then yeah. it's a hell of a hell of a result for them because that'll be a second national final for them again in a season. Yep. Um, and a second I, loss, yeah. I think it will be probably. Plus, their form hasn't been half as good recently as it was in the first half of the season. Can I tell you something? There's nothing. Fu- there's nothing funny about a Norwegian that thinks he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, okay, so what we've got now is we've got. Uh, we're going to talk about Rangers versus Celtic. Um, we are currently f- how many points ahead are we now? Four or six points. Six, six, with a game in hand. Six points with a game in hand. Um, we're going to Ibrooks in a game that would be considered uh, probably the toughest of the season, the second toughest of the season. Let's not kid on at um, Pataudry's the toughest of the season because we got there and we spanked them every time. So effectively, this is the toughest game of the season. Um, Rangers were liquidated, blah, 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 blah. All that stuff. <laughs> um, but toughest game of the season. Um, uh, what I want first is I want just how you're feeling about it before we actually break it down. Uh, I'm going to start with the, Nor- the Norwegian hitman. Um, thoughts? How are you feeling? Feeling fine. Mother's Day on Sunday, so you got that coming up as well. So We're, we're celebrating on Saturday because yeah. we're class. Class acts. But you're right, Gal. I mean, Rangers is the second best team in the country now. Um, I don't think that's dis- I don't think you can dispute that because no, they, I, I they are second, and I think <laughs> they're, they're on a good run. And I think they are. A, I, I a, a dispute good, that. I think they're on a good. They're a good wee team now. I think. Um, <laughs> I love it. And Murty is is. <laughs> I, I was going to say I I think he's a better manager than McGuinness. I, I I honestly I think he's got more about him and he's he's actually a bit more likable as well. I think so. I think he's I think he's a good manager. I think he. He kind of knows his stuff, and I think they got a good group of people, uh, players who's, who playing playing well. Um, and I, I still think they're going to get beat on Sunday because I think there's just so much more potential in the Celtic team. So, yeah, and I also think getting Rangers in the cup as well. I mean, the game on Sunday is obviously 
bragging rights and whatnot, but it's not going to mean much, I think, in, in terms of the league. Celtic's still going to win. I think Rangers is going to get second. Well, hold on a minute. I, I think Rangers' big game this season now is, is, is the semi-final. And I think subconsciously that might play in a little bit for Rangers as well. Um, well, you know, interesting. You've raised some interesting points there, but Louis, how are you feeling? What's your, your just your your thought process? You don't have to have fucking go down Dictionary Avenue with fucking Christian, <laughs> but um, whatever. I'm, uh, I'm actually, I'm actually feeling quite cynical. Cynical, yep, cynical. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. For me, there's you know a lot of people say form goes out the window and all that. I actually think form plays quite a big part, and I think just now. They are the form team, regardless of you know who who you you think are obviously who they're playing against and whether you rate them or not. They're they're going into games, they're winning games, and they're scoring goals. Yes, I know when they come up against better teams in the league, such as the Hibs game, they they falter. They're not they're not been very good at home this season, um, and I, and I also think they believe for the first time since I don't know how long but the the first time I think they're genuinely going into this game believing they can win and I think that difference in mentality does does matter a lot we if we are up for it we will we will annihilate them if we're up for it but how many times have we expected Celtic to put in a performance and they've just not done it and they've been flat and <clears throat> I just I just worry that we are kind of bobbling bobbling along and not really playing to our potential. And my worry is we try and turn it on again and and it doesn't happen. So, but then at the at the same time, you know, in my head I'm like, you know, they are so confident and their fans are going mental about the fact they've drawn us in the cup and they're all they all think they're going to beat us. That's surely going to play into all of those Celtic players' hands this week, and they're just going to think they're going to be so motivated themselves to prove them wrong and put them in their place. But remember when we uh, we drew um, Juventus in the last sixteen of the mm-hmm. Champions League? Delicious. Anyway, Dermot. Yeah, I've, I've felt better going into old firm games. I must say there is no old. Uh, firm. I know there's no old firm. Uh, that's why. That's that's why I felt better. <laughs> no, I think uh, the thing that worries me is that I believe it's difficult, like you say, just to turn on the performances. Um, I don't think we've had we've been creating a lot of opportunities against a lot of teams. Uh, we've not we've not been the most creative. Um, if the Celtic team that played Zenit in the first leg turned up, yeah, we would just destroy them. Uh, and I hope that happens, but I'm not sure it will. On the flip side, I mean, I, I think they've obviously been playing quite well and scoring some goals, but they're they're getting carried away with themselves. <laughs> you know, that that team isn't that good. I mean, there's some nice players in it, but um, we're more than a match for them, and yeah. very few of them would make it into the Celtic team, really, uh, if I'm honest. And except whatever uh, spare right back they've got, just fucking aye. lying about, aye. Pretty much that uh, prick, and <laughs> well, perhaps the keeper now after the second <laughs> leg of the Zenit game. Fucking hell! I uh, we'll see what happens. I, th- I think I think it's going to be a terrible game. I thought the New Year's game was awful. I can see the same kind of Does thing. Does that happening. suit them? That suits them better than us. I'm not sure. I think it might suit us better because I think they're. Do you want to get out of Ibrox just with without a defeat? No, but I want I want to beat them. I mean, I, I would. I would take a draw. I honestly would take it all. I really don't want to lose to them. 
I mean, that's all it comes down to. Yeah. And Ibrox just don't want to lose them. Especially since they've not beaten us for, you know, since they went... Semi-final of yeah. the, the Scottish Cup last and, um, and two years ago. was penalties, you know. And, yeah, fucking penalties. Penalties. Total, we didn't even turn up in that game. Well, Paddy Roberts missed that Saturday as well, didn't he? Yeah. Game. Uh, aye, I mean, I, I think we, we should beat them. I can't be confident that we're going to put in any type of performance going on a recent form. Uh, <laughs> it's really fucking... I'm, I, I, I kind know. of agree with you, but it's it's disappointing. <laughs> I think it is disappointing. I think this is a big game for us this year, though. You know, once we're out of Europe, then you really have the old term games in the Scottish Cup final yeah. before the end of the season. So hopefully the players, I'm sure they will, but they'll get up for it and just... You're as bad as Keelan Harrant, there is no old firm. Um, Glasgow Derby. Uh, just, I want to talk about their recent kind of form. So before they beat us, um, sorry, so before they drew with us at Christmas, um, the three matches before that, they'd beaten Motherwell the week before. But that was off the back of two defeats. They lost to St Johnston um, at home and they lost to Kilmarnock away. So the two defeats in a row, and I remember after the Kilmarnock game, everyone was kind of saying, you know, Murty, not good enough, awful. Uh, then they beat Motherwell at home. Motherwell, as we know, are very up and down in terms of form. In fact, their form's really dro- dropped off since around October time, since they played us 40 billion times in about two weeks. Um, then they had the draw with us. Um, from there... They've played, let me just get for you, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. They've played 9 games since they, we've played them last. In those 9 games, they have lost 1. So they've won 8 games out of 9. That sounds impressive. And it, don't get me wrong, it is. You have to. You can only beat what's put in front of you, etc, etc. But what's happened in those games is they've conceded 3 goals to Hamilton Ackies. Um, okay, they, they beat them 5-3, but they were terrible in that game. It's just Hamilton were worse. Yeah. Um, they beat Air United 6-1. Um, they beat Fraserburgh yeah. 3-0. They lost to Hibs. Um, they beat Partick Thistle, who are in all sorts of relegation trouble. You think they're going to be relegated? They they, are. they beat Ross. They just about beat Ross County, um, who again are in ridiculously bad relegation trouble. Uh, they beat Aberdeen, but fucking everybody beats Aberdeen these days. So I mean, they beat Falkirk four one as well, who are at the bottom of the championship. Um, and listen, as I say, you can only play beat what's put in front of you. But what I would compare it to is training a boxer. You put them in a ring with lots of low-class talent, you're Falkirks. You're Air United. <laughs> Guys who don't have a Aberdeen. punch on them. You're Aberdeens. The bombs. But then when you put uh, any sort of, you know, level performer, your Hibs, boom, it's a knockout. But then you put them in the ring with the world heavyweight champion. Okay? <laughs> That's what you do. You put them in the ring. And then do you know what happens? Somebody bites somebody's ears? Um, we have... Now, Scott Brown done that at the weekend. <laughs> uh, no, we would fully endorse that as a podcast. <laughs> so from that point of view, um, yes, their form is impressive in that they've won eight games out of nine. But if you actually look at the opposition they're playing against, it's it's not the highest standards. Um, I have been... Okay, we'll, we'll start from this... 
point of view, let's look at their last lineup. Okay, yeah, I've got it here. You want it? Go for it, my you man. Want me to give you it? Go for it, my man. Right against Falkirk, and it, <coughs> it doesn't look as if their, their lineups really changed much. Although they do, I think they changed the goalkeeper for the cup tie. Yeah, possibly. So you would imagine Fodering would be playing, but Alnick, Alnick, Alnick. Yeah, yeah. He was playing against Falkirk. He had a back four of Tavernier right back, uh, Ginger Bates. Um, Bruno Alves and Andy Halliday at left back. Um, then you have Greg Doherty and Matt Goss from the band and, Bros, of course. And yep, yeah, <laughs> uh, is it Sean Goss? Aye. Um, Candias, Cummings, Windass, and then Morelos up front. Um, and it doesn't really look as if they have many changes to make. I think Russell Martin usually plays against uh, instead of. Alves? Yes. So Alves is brought in. It's highly unlikely that Halliday will play at, at left back. Um, they're trying to rush Lee Wallace. Wallace is back. Wallace they've, got is friendly, back they've got a friendly game tomorrow to assess Lee Wallace. Um, I'm pretty sure Jason Holt will play instead of Cummings. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that means that Cumming, um, Holt drops and Doherty push, or Goss pushes up. Um, I, I don't know. But let's be honest, their most dangerous players are Candias and Windas. Yeah. Um tell me about Windas, Dermot. I think he's uh, he's fairly creative. I like him. Uh I think Windas is gonna go into better things. Uh quite soon, hopefully. You can imagine <laughs> him getting actually a really decent move in the summer. Yeah, to sort of a low level kind of championship team. Eleven games, eight assists. Eleven goals, eight assists. Um, he breaks the lines in a way it's like that. He breaks the lines in the way that Stuart Armstrong was doing for us last season. Um, yeah. He get he's kind of he runs beyond the striker. Um, he's impressive. Um, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of Celtic fans out there, and obviously this is a predominantly Celtic fan based podcast. Um, there's a lot of Celtic fans out there who just don't see Rangers. They just think that they're, you know, they don't look at them for any qualities. They just think we're better than them. We'll pump them. I wouldn't take any other players, etc., etc. But that's really not the case, is it, um, Christian? What you, you, you obviously, from a analytical point of view, yeah. um, who, who's a standout? Standouts. Um, for me, if I have to pick one player in that team, is is Candeas for me. I think he is. I think he's really good. I mean, he creates a ridiculous amount of. Of chances, he's, he's, he's top of the of the stats table in, in terms of that. Um, but I think he's impressive defensively, defensively as well. He he, he works hard, he, he presses hard. So I think in in terms of being a, a modern winger, I mean he's 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 a really good. I mean he's I mean he's late twenties and he's obviously got some some pedigree behind him. So I think he's he's really good, and I think that right side with him and Tavernier. Uh, if, if you want to do it the, the, the French way, as, as Dugger Wright does, those two are creating a, a ridiculous amount of chances for that team. Um, usually for Morelos, who, who misses a lot of them, but it does score some as well. So I think that's the threat in terms of the main threat is, is coming down range to the right hand side, um, which is where we're at our strongest, our left hand side. So, is it, well, I was we probably come on to the Celtic team as well, but I think yeah. that's something you need to consider when you look at who plays. On the left for Celtic um, on, on on Sunday, and to, to have that as well. So, so I think that'll be a really interesting battle between it. But yeah, I, I really like Andreas. Um I, I quite like Morelos as well. He, he he misses a lot of chances, but he gets to a lot of chances, and he's he's 
He's top scorer of the league, and he's he's you know he's he's, he's inexperienced still, but he's, he's got some nice moves, and he, he can set up a goal as well. So I think those two are, and Windows is 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 all really decent good players. All good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do, do you want to say anything else? No, no, no. That's fine. Yeah. Um, all good. All all above board. That um, sweet oh, at kosher. at sweetly pops. Um, even in lads, are the Rangers setting themselves up for a massive fall or? Is there any substance behind the bravado this time? Um, you mentioned it briefly about the idea that they're genuinely think. I've I've seen a lot of stuff on social media, and again, as we always say, social media isn't you know the actual beating heart of, of anything. It's a lot of pish, but sometimes it's a good kind of uh, measuring stick of how certain fans and groups are, are feeling, etc. I've seen a lot of Rangers fans who think that it's not about. Rangers, that if Rangers win, it's by how much? Yeah. Um, no, no, I, I literally have. There's a couple of people in, in, in work and stuff who think that, like, this is a given. And that's why I jokingly mentioned <laughs> Juventus when we drew Juventus in the last 16 yeah. of the Champions League. I It was the same sort of thing. All these Celtic fans going around saying, oh, this is the best draw we could have got and I can't believe it and we'll definitely beat them at, at Parkhead. It's just how we do in Turin. Um, and we get absolutely wild by a, cl- a team who were out of our class. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah and that's th- th- there's no but there there should have been a full stop um, but what do you think Louis d- in, in terms of do you think that'll come back and haunt them or do you think that uh, if we come out if we can, if they're going to come out the traps is that a good thing or a bad thing it's a bad thing I, 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 listen I think every oh sorry Every Glasgow derby um, in recent times, they have came out the traps. They always start better than us, as far as I'm concerned. They always come out, um, and they're always going to want it. Um, I think this time... Do you think they want it more? I think they want it more right now, yeah. I think they are so desperate to beat us, and the players, obviously... Can we use that against them? Eh? Can we use that against them? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, that's what I, th- I think. The the Celtic players. I mean, I think, I think this, you know, the smart thing for them to do would be to try and keep that confidence in house, and not be too cocky and over exuberant, you know, publicly. But keep it indoors, rein it in, and then do your business on the pitch. But they've not done that, um, and. I think that's just playing into the Celtic players and probably more importantly Brendan Rodgers' hands. I mean, Brendan Rodgers has got a week to plan for this game. Um, and, I, and I really genuinely hope that he's putting the same amount of planning into this game as he did the Zenit game. Um, because you could see that first leg, at least, with Zenit. We spoke about it, how they had a game plan and they executed it. To perfection, to, to a point, yeah. To um, and I, and, I, and I, I genuinely believe if if Brendan Rodgers has taken it, you know, taken all the chat from Graham Marty because he he's saying a lot of things that sound make him out to be very confident as well. Yeah. Um, he says the lads. He says lads a lot. Yeah. He says lads. He's, um, he's normal. He's like a guy. He says lads. That that's I, I think that's that's the thing for me. That's the one thing that I, is kind of the the real unknown for me. I think if you look at it in form, I would say I think Rangers are going to win. But it's the way that they've went about about it in the media and with their confidence, it makes me think 
that's either going to spur those Celtic players on to give the performance of the of the season, or they're no bothered. And that's the thing I just don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, Rangers are being so overconfident um, that it, it could well come back and haunt them. I think the thing about Celtic is that since Celtic's hands are in control of their own destiny, so to speak, if they turn up, they can take on Rangers no problem um, and, and win the game easily. Rangers haven't shown that they've got the quality to play against the Celtic team that's firing yes, their cylinders. Yes, yes. I, I just, I just think there's a, there's a golf, there's a, there's a golf in class here. Yeah. What scares me is the performance at New Year and the kind of the blow par and kind of lackluster performances we've had kind of recently. Yeah. Kind of lack of creativity that's been in the team at times. Uh, but I think you know this is what we've got to get ourselves up for this game, and if we go about it like that first that Zen at first leg. We'll blow them away. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, Christian, from this point of view, this whole game, in essence, is about um, attitude. Because man for man, um, Celtic are better. Um, we've got a better squad. Yeah. We've got a better manager. Yeah. Um, we are in the league. Yeah. We are the champions. That's right. We are everything that they aspire to be. And a hell of a bit of balance sheet as well. Balance sheet. Yeah. Um, there's a hotel on the go. Um, I'm a fan, so we get a hit hey. podcast. Um, you know, Louis and Crisps. Maybe do a, relaxed. Maybe do a live pod there. Maybe do a hey. live pod. Listen, Celtic, we are available. No, we're not. We don't want anything to do with you guys. We are the counterculture. Sorry, go on. For me, it suits Celtic to be going to Ibrox this time, uh, both in terms of having to go to. You know, a place where everybody hates your guts and you kind of walk into uh, enemy territory. I think that's a good push for that team just now. If it being a Celtic Park, again, it's kind of like, I they expect it to win. You know, there's expectations around all that. And it's, you know, I, I think it kind of suits Celtic to go to Ibrox this time uh, and having to have that atmosphere around them I think it will suit as well um, the last two games Murphy done against um, Celtic obviously I think both of them has been draws I think there will be a temptation from Rangers and in those kind of games they kind of kept it very compact and you know disciplined and, and let Celtic play I think there's a temptation around the whole club as we hinted towards to kind of like oh go get at them just Celtic's definitely taking which will play into how Celtic wants to do it because they want teams to open up yeah. And I think, as, as I talked about, I think the team you saw, at least the formation you saw on, on, on Saturday, is what Celtic will line up with as well, with the three central half, Brown and Charm in, in the middle, and they want to crowd that midfield. And I'm I think not, I'm not sure. I, I think it'll happen, and I think that will suit Celtic both, as you say, in terms of motivation, if you need any more motivation for, for a Glasgow derby, and also the way that Rangers might attack and leave yeah. space and, and maybe not be as disciplined in that defensive organisation. I, I think the atmosphere is going to be unbelievable. I think that the noise when that when that game kicks off is going to be like nothing we've had in years. And, and, and this and, is and, like, and, 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 just players will just, I think their discipline tactically might drop because that, of well, That's what I was going to say. And I, I, I think that. You don't have to know. Exactly. But I think, see, from a point of Graham Murray. I think Graham Murray is now, he's not going to have any control over those wh- players. Which he thinks he probably will, because I think the atmosphere is going to be so different to what it's been that those players, as you say, tactically and prob- possibly even from a um, 
discipline point of view, they they might end up they might end up losing it. And I don't, I, if we can keep our heads and and you know go with the right attitude, I think we pick, we could pick them off. But the one thing that they've done with this overconfidence is completely eradicated any excuses for getting beat. Yeah, I mean, I if thought. they get if they, if we pump them or or beat them even just beat them, but if we pump them. They cannot say a, a thing. Word. Yeah, because yeah. they're screaming. They will though. <laughs> <laughs> they will though. But see, that's the point. So the way I kind of say it, we're going to get onto Celtic and how we're going to line up and how we're going to play in a moment. Um, what I would say is, um, this is how I see Rangers coming out. I see them coming out, and I think you make an excellent point about them losing their, me. Louis losing their discipline. And just losing their shape, um, almost like this is their this is their first real high profile um, challenge. Are they going to step up to the mark? Now, for me, a guy like um, a guy like J- Jason Holt, Jason Cummings, Andy Halliday. Uh, that's just, I'm just going to pick those three guys. Those three guys would struggle to get into the Aberdeen team. They might get into it. They wouldn't be automatic first picks, right? That's my that's my opinion, right? Andy Halliday, I think, is playing at left back because there's nowhere else to play him because he's just not a very good footballer. He's just not good enough. Uh, Jason Holt, Graham Shinney's better than him. Jason Cummings doesn't score goals. Now he scored three goals against the bottom of the fucking championship. Um, four, but yeah. sorry, he scored four, but yeah, yeah, no, but your yeah, point still stands. Yeah, my point does still stand. Yeah. And see if you don't fucking <laughs> take a knee. No, but my, my my fact is, there's a lot of ra- those, those Rangers players. I don't think are high pressure, high profile. But this will be the most high profile player. This will be the most high profile game Jason Cummings has ever played in. If he plays, even if he comes on, and he was talking about how the reason he signed was to play in the Glasgow derby and um, and all this. Did he not play in the cup final though against them? Aye, but this is a different type of pressure. I think it is, but because I, I, I Hibs, 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 Hibs were complete. And utter underdogs in that game. They almost, they almost, it almost didn't matter because if they lost, then the expectation was fair enough. That's Hibs. So they, this is a game where they're expected to win now yeah. under their fans. Hibs uh, Cup final is different, I think. Yeah, I, I think this is a different type of pressure. Anyway, my, my point being, going into that cauldron, um, they're going to come at us out of the traps, and it's going to leave us with so much space in behind from the get go. What my my biggest pro, my biggest fear is we blow fucking chances like it's going out of fashion. The yeah. the lack of clinical um, from everyone. It's not just Dembele. It's not just French Eddie. It's not just uh, Forrest. It's in fact Forrest is probably one of the most clinical. Talk to me about stats. <laughs> um, but the fact is, we are going to have so many opportunities in this game. It's just about taking them. I I, th- I think I think it, it goes either one or two ways and. The more we talk about it, the more excited I get. I think either everything we touch turns to gold or it turns to shit. One of the two. <laughs> At least you're not going. <laughs> no metal in there. I think we, yeah. either, we either kind of bottle it um, and, and we just don't look up for it and we get overrun by a team who want it more or we we dominate because, because we're really up for it and, and literally, you know, I could see... Dembele's coming on to a bit of form. I, I absolutely could see Dembele scalping a couple in. Um, also, we've got Pat to take off the bench if required. Are we going to talk about the team? Can we get the teams? Not not quite yet. Oh. <laughs> um, 
Are you going to Twitter? Yeah, I'll go to Twitter in a second. Got a few. I actually... Um, before yeah, we've got lots of questions, so we'll get get to them quickly. But I just want to so this is we're talking about the team now, right? Who came out with this quote? Who came out? And I'm going to I want a, I want a name from all okay, of little bitch face. I wish everybody <laughs> could see this. <laughs> Who came out with this quote? I enjoy the pressure. I enjoy the pressure of playing in a Glasgow derby. Oh, Scott Sinclair. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. You don't like pressure. What you've done is you've got mistaken because you don't like pressure. I enjoy the pressure. What's he like, Christian? Am I right? I'm going to stand up for Scott. I think he's being uh, a bit. People being a bit harsh on Scott. I think he's had a better season than people say he has. You've, 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 uh, and we should point out that um, Christian's missed the last 17 games <laughs> of the season, and I think he should start on on. On Sunday, because you know, on on, oh, Louis face. on, oh! on, on form, he's he's clearly good enough for, for the first is. team. And I, on form, he's not. On form, I, he's I, been. I, I, well, his first half against Morton was. I think it was. He wasn't any worse, or I think he was fine. I, I, I honestly think he's. You kidding? Not? No, fine against Morton. Does it was not fine. Count for no, I, I think as, and it's also in terms of how Rangers will set up down that right hand side. I'd rather have who you're going to have on the left hand side, um, in front of Tierney, if not Sinclair. Nobody. I like Tierra <laughs> No, listen, I'm not saying I'm I'm not necessarily saying I disagree that he shouldn't play against Rangers. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is his form has been poor. It has been. And that and, and that's final. And this is the other point I want to make clear. Players go through dips in form. It's fine. The reason it's such a standout with Scott Sinclair, again, this goes back to last season and how phenomenal he was last season. Um but it's his body language as well. His body language, he looks like a player uh, who's low in confidence. He looks like a player who doesn't really know what he's doing in terms of when he should go and when he should turn and when he should cut in, um, which is which is fine. It's just he gets a he gets a harder deal and a harder uh, judgment from people because he is essentially our our biggest signing of last season and he's our biggest biggest import we've had in quite a while so that's why people get on him i think also he's a fucking shite bag um i've got some questions uh this is for so what we're going to do is we're going to start about before we talk about personnel we're going to start about formation um so bobby dazzler do we go three at the back on sunday so bobby dazzler says compare ayer and jozo um play Tierney and another at wing back um and he, he does HH which means hail 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 Bobby hail hail um is he going to go back three Dermot very possibly I think he doesn't have anyone that he can trust at right back because his number one right back's out of course I don't think he's going to be confident enough to chuck uh, Ralston into it Ralston's not played since September yeah I mean it, that doesn't really seem fair to me uh, so three at the back is I'd say it'd be a fair enough shout, you know. Louis, agreed? Absolutely, I think he'll play three at the back, yep. Uh, Christian? Absolutely. I don't think he will. <laughs> Boom. Do you think Gamble will play right back? I think McGregor will play right back. McGregor? Oh, yeah. yeah, I do. I really do. I think McGregor will play right back. I think he wants... Chris takes drugs. <laughs> Chris does not take drugs. I think he might play McGregor in goals this time. Pal. Uh, so, I think he'll go back four. You guys think you'll go back three? That's fair enough. Um, think no. Yeah. Dead, dead air. Dead air. 
Yeah. I'll fucking give you all dead air all you want if you can come across. <laughs> give us a question, Chris. Uh, okay, even and all. Um, this is James and Jules. Uh, should French Eddie start? Should Compare start? Should Sinclair start? We'll start with uh, Compare first. Should Compare start? Yes. 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 Um, right, and we'll come back to them. Thanks for your question. Cause we'll, Do you we'll say yes? Do I think Compare should start? Yeah. I, th- I think it should be Compare and Ayer. Ooh. Um, so we'll come back to that um, thingy uh, we've already mentioned. Um, a lot of these questions, to be honest, are about centre-backs and French Eddie and Musa. You wouldn't play Yozo. Uh, so Jamie has mentioned Dembele and Edouard. This is just a comment. We'll come to this. Dembele and Edouard should start together for the remainder of the season, starting against Rangers on Sunday. Thoughts? Would that appeal to you, Dermot? I don't really think we need to up front against them, yeah. to, to be honest. Uh, but just for the rest of the season, to give him a run to, you know... All right, just to get uh, French Eddie to... See if he's... Yeah, to give him games. Uh, but it depends. I kind of think if a manager's got a formation and a way of playing, then he's not th- you've got to stick to that. You can't really just, you know, chuck it out of the window to to give someone a run of games. If he wants to give him a run of games, he should play him in place of Dembele. Yeah, um, Sean McGinley asks: Will we start McGregor, given Brendan sees him as a big game player, and more importantly, importantly, should we? Um, I think he'll start. I've made that pr- right clear. Back. Maybe. <laughs> Why is he looking at me like I'm a dick? <laughs> no, um, I, I obviously, I think he'll play three at the back. So like, let's actually look at the team. Let's look at the team. Um, I think he probably will play three back. What I'm saying is, later on in the game, I think we might go to a back four by bringing McGregor on, um, depending on what happens. That's the whole idea of um, game management. Um, backline. Louis. Backline. 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 Um I'm gonna. Well, l- l- oh, he's me. got a wee thing in his phone. He's done some research. Done that, Look right. at this boy. Your boy's prepared. I think he'll play three at the back. The three at the back that played against Zenit in the first leg were um, Lustig, the horse, um, Jozo Simonovic, who obviously this weekend will be returning to the scene of the time he murdered Kenny Miller. <laughs> and uh, is Kenny Miller still has he landed yet? <laughs> He's, st- he's still orbiting the, the, the earth. Um, so it was a back three of Lustig, Yozo and Ayer. Um, and I think, obviously, Lustig is is suspended, but wouldn't have played anyway. Um, and I think Compero, I think Compero will make up that back three, so it'll be the same back three that played against Morton. Same back three that... that well, no, it's not the same back three of Zenit, but at least Yozo and Ayer will still be there. And as Christian correctly pointed out earlier... Um, Ayer will play at the right side because he's right footed compare on the left side because he's left footed and Yozo straight down the middle just to absolutely destroy fools let me just ask you this if Boyata was fit would you throw him in? no because he's not very good I would consider playing him instead <laughs> of Yozo so would I um, yep. D- D- Brendan Rogers mentioned during the week um, about the ability to come in um, having spent time out and how uh, Callum McGregor is great at coming and having spent time yeah. out of the thingy, and how and he mentioned specifically mentioned Boyata. He said that Boyata has a knack of coming in and hitting the ground running. Um, it's tougher for Dembele um, because you know sometimes obviously the injuries he's had it's tougher for Griffiths because of the injuries he's had. But Dembele <laughs> and he doesn't work that hard. Aye, <laughs> so. Apparently, um, Boyata hit the ground running. Hit the ground running. Um, 
I think, personally, it would probably disrupt the team too much. I'm not sure about that at all. I think uh, Yozo's been a bit of a liability recently. Uh, so you, you patch him and you bring in Boyata? I, I, I don't think I would straight, aw- straight away. Not for this game at least? Not for this game. Not for, not for the Rangers game. Uh, first game back for Boyata. I'd stick with Yozo and just be happy those two other people in defence with him. Yeah. Christian, I guess you'd probably go with the same lineup as yeah. well. Um, tell, tell us your impression of uh, how Ayer's developing because he came out this week and he said that he's now a centre half he feels like he's learned the role and that he is uh, essentially just a centre half now yeah I mean it's not long it's probably when did he start getting this run in the team early December so from being quite on the uh, on the fringe of the team not getting that many minutes uh, suddenly he's maybe a lot of people's number one centre half and I think, as as we said before, there's it's an interesting discussion that keeps running on on social media mostly. Whereas most of Celtic fans seems to be you know really quite excited about Ayer and and you know sees him and really likes the way he's doing. Then you got like this small group who's like, oh no, oh no, he's you know the emperor's new clothes and all that. And I don't know what they're on about because he's obviously first of all he's Norwegian. Um, but no, he's, he's 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 had a great development. I think he's you can see how confident he is. He, he he's somebody who just seems very unfaced by you know he likes the challenges and he's he's, he's very mature and he's confident. And you can see even against Morton when he didn't get that corner in the first half, he, he like he was livid. So I think he, he is that kind of player who's who just really enjoys playing, and he's he's not he's unafraid in terms of those challenges. Um, and I, th- I think yeah. he's. I think he's. I mean, and, and he's still raw. I mean, he's a centre half. He's still raw, but I think he's. You know, as you know, we talked about this before. He, he's got another dimension to his game there, where he he can pick the ball up and he can just run. And I think in a game like against Rangers, where you you want to try and create alleviate a little bit of space, yeah, and you want you know overload them in terms of you know stretching players out and so on and, and the Rangers is and that's, very few teams are set up for having a centre half that runs towards you and beats a couple of players because then suddenly you know it upsets the defensive rhythm so I think he's, he's had a I think he's there to stay now I think he is one of the starting centre halves um, one of the first names in the team sheet yeah. to be honest um, Dermot is our expectation level on young players a bit ridiculous just now I mean Ayer's what 19 yeah I'll be 20 next month Kieran Tierney's still only 20 um, you know our expectation levels of what these guys should be doing when they come in um, is it a bit mental I don't think so I well, think for fuck's sake that no. was my whole point <laughs> no, I, th- I think if you're good enough you get into the team and I think the team should be strong enough to... But they are always going to make mistakes, though, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I think you've got... People have to learn the game, you know. Uh, and it's, I think especially in defensive positions, uh, it, mistakes are noticed more and they can be more costly. Uh, so you do have this kind of learning curve that goes on with young players. But I think... Uh, I don't think Rodgers would play someone if he didn't have belief in them. You know, they're in the team on merit. Uh, and you stick by them. No one's going to get thrown under a bus. Uh, I think that's the kind of key point because a lot of um, a lot of kind of fans. There's some certain fickle fans that as soon as a player makes a mistake, you should you get them to fuck. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing with Lustig, right? I know. I know we joke and we've no, no, no. We've got different opinions, right? But see, when Lustig, um, let's say Lustig leaves, or let's say Lustig's out of the team for an extended amount of time, and yep. Ralston comes in, and let's say Ralston doesn't have the best start. Let's say about Ralston, and by the way, I, 
a joke. I want Ralston to be a success. I want I want the team full of you know, young Glaswegians, young Celtic fans, because that's you know that everybody wants that. I want to see local players play for the team. Um, the fact is though, if Ralston comes in and he's a couple of dodgy games and his confidence gets a little bit low, they will turn on him like a fucking. You'll turn on him. You want him fucking turned on. He loves Ralston. You're turning me on. <laughs> That stuff, um, but the, no. But the fact is, um, I'm not talking. About, I'm obviously not talking about Dermot and um, Louis. But what I'm saying is, that there is a certain sect of football fans who want everything now. And if you know, get Ralston in the team. Get Ralston in the team. He makes one or Aye. two mistakes, and oh, he's terrible. Get him to fuck. And players aren't, as you said, they need to learn the game. Yeah, and I think uh, you're always going to have a couple of rockets out there, but I don't think it's the majority of the kind of Celtic support. You know, no, I, I don't think it's the majority, but there is. Still Aye. dissenting voices yeah. No matter what Celtic do There's this guy in the pub right He's a really posh guy He's probably from Newton Mearns or something right And seeing no matter what Celtic do And his wee posh old accent He goes Oh for God's sake Celtic, Come on Come on Celtic Oh that's, that's garbage That's garbage The whole time <laughs> Get that guy to fuck Aye. But that's What's the classic saying What is it Empty vessels make the most noise So yeah I mean you do People uh, You don't get a clue You complain You sound as if you know What you're talking about Exactly yeah. Lou That's why we have a podcast um, <laughs> um, Mark At Mark Underscore Celtic uh, McGregor or Rogic Against Rangers By the way None of these tweets say Rangers They all say the Huns But I'm not saying that I'm saying Rangers Because I'm just did. <laughs> Oh shit So I did um, uh, Rogic or McGregor um, Rogic isn't back to his best yet in my opinion but Mark is a big fan and I kind of tend to agree with him um, Rogic the Morton game and the game even the game before it he looks maybe five yards off um, I'm a massive Rogic fan um, but he just looks a little bit unfit look at this, this guy's dining at the, the table of Rogic right now um, talk is the <laughs> wait till he finishes Let's just sit in silence until he finishes. Let me take my handkerchief off. <laughs> right, I'm ready. So, Mr. McCaffrey, um, who is your midfield three? We'll get to the wing backs in one second. Um, who is your midfield three? And would Tom Rogic <laughs> be playing? I don't see it as a midfield three. I see it as a oh. midfield four and a diamond. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure I've counted it. <laughs> so I was going to say one. Um, no, so right, okay. Look, can I just tell you the back of this midfield <laughs> you're, you're, you're trying to draw it out, right? <laughs> Three at the back, right? Hey. What's <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> the goalkeeper makes four? This is maths. As right. we know, of course, this uh, is maths. And then uh, Tierney Forest out wide. Right. right, but they're, they're what you just called the wing backs. Right? Yeah, I think we'll all agree that Tierney will be definitely there and yep. most likely Forrest, to yep. be honest. Right, so then you've got Browning and Cham. Okay. Has to be. You kind of change that. Okay, that's not that's diamond, that's side by side. Two. You've literally yeah. just you've <laughs> named them side by side. Really like flat diamond. <laughs> <laughs> you've got <laughs> <your> two <three> fingers. <laughs> he literally put his right. fingers what, what, side what it, by it's, side. It's not going to be a diamond anymore, right? <laughs> It's going to be a, a square. Oh, for fuck's right? sake. You've got Browning and Cham side by side. And then ahead of them, you've got an R2 players. And those two players are going to be Thomas Rogic, obviously. Is his name Thomas? No, it's just Tam. Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. Um, Tom Rogic. And the other one is the, that's the only position that I don't know about. 
I could you could put Kuasi in there the way he played against Zenit, but I don't think it will happen. Um, Sinclair played there um, against Morton, but I'd, I wouldn't start him. I wouldn't have him in there. For me, it would be McGregor. McGregor. Um, so it would be Rogic and McGregor uh, kind of forward with obviously Dembele ahead of them. Two, of Mc, two of McGregor's last, um, best games last season came against Rangers at Ibrox and in the semi-final. Yeah, I think McGregor gives you a bit of everything. He can play defensively if you were dropping deeper because we've, we've not got a ball and we're under a bit of pressure. He's good at taking the ball forward like uh, yeah. Tam is. Um, he's a goal threat as well. So both, I, 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 I think he'll probably, he'll probably play in there. So, they're both cute players in that they move the ball technically well, technically really excellent. Good. I mean, they'll run rings around uh, Holt and uh, the other loser, whoever was playing, I don't fucking yeah. know who fucking cares. The, I mean, the <laughs> <laughs> or whatever, I don't fucking Ed, know. could obviously play in there. Yeah. Um, and that's what a I, lot of people are, are calling yeah, for. a lot of people want Edouard playing in that role. So for me, it's between... Um, well, it is between Kouassi, McGregor. McGregor, Sinclair and Edouard, I think. I mean, that doesn't even include Masonda, who we've signed and no one's really speaking about in he's this game. Wee, he's and, a wee boy. And also Paddy Roberts. Right, I'm so, going to bring in the Dermatron uh, 2000. Um, thoughts on what Louis just said, and would you go similar or would you go different? I'd go very similar, actually, yeah. Uh, Browning and Sham pick themselves... Uh, I would have McGregor. Uh, it's a thing about Sinclair, isn't it? I kind of I, I take Christian's point that Sinclair does offer you something on the left, even sort of defensively at times. Going to, going he's, to he's a hard he's a hard worker. He, he puts a, he puts a shift in if they're going to have Tavernier and Candias coming down that side. But I don't think we really should be. Sc- Scared the Rangers at the same time. I don't think we should show them. I, I, I think respect. I think we should no. We should show them respect the way you would yeah. show any opponent respect. But I think we should just play our game. If we try and if we try and change our game for a specific team, why have we not been doing that the whole fucking season? Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, I'm gonna That's have an Dem- excellent point, Chris. Dembele up front. I think Rodrik just has looked massively off the pace, and I don't think he's up to. I don't. I just think he's fit. Fitness. Yeah. Uh, so. And I, I don't really like Sinclair in that kind of number 10 type role, especially not this year. Would I go for maybe see what Masanda could do? It's a big Just game. be brave and chuck him in and see, like, there you go, me man, this is what you've come up here for. Well, that's a good point. That's You've played in Spain last year. You 24 games for Real Betis. Aye. You know, it, it's not a, a soft league, that. So go out and do your worst. Destroy. 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 I am, I am Godzilla. You are Tokyo. To okay. discuss. No, that's weird. Um, thoughts? For me, the only discussion and only thing I'm, I'm unsure about is, is which two from McGregor, Rodrick, and Sinclair place. And I think it will be, as you said, Brown, Sham, uh, the back tree, uh, the wing backs, and, and the really flat diamond. The team almost um, does pick itself. And then you essentially have, who do you pick from Sinclair, Rodrick, and McGregor? And I, you need to have McGregor in there. I think you will yeah. have McGregor in there. As, as Dermot says, he's, he's somebody who can be quite almost a number 10 offensively. But if needs be, he can drop all the way beside Brown and and, and stay beside Brown and, and give him options and, and, and pick it up. So I think McGregor is in there. I think you can't really, if you have McGregor, Sham, and Brown, 
I don't think you can have Rodrigo there just because you, as Dermot said, I think it had been a different discussion had it been a month from now when he had two, three more games under his belt. But I think this the, this game is going to be a frenetic pace, yeah. uh, pace in, at the start at least. I think if, if Rodrigo's, he, he'll be you know breathing out of his arse after 55 minutes, I think. Um, so he can come on. Um, would you, see, that's, that, so I would have Sinclair uh, as well. I think it's... You would basically have the same lineup as, as Saturday except McGregor for... Rodrik and probably have McGregor starting a little bit further back, so something like a a three, a three six one in in a way where the, those six are very fluid. Um, yeah, I mean we're all massive fans of Tom Rodrik. Um, Louis obviously got him in his team, fair enough. But I think I just think it's too soon for him as well. Um, we're all go- obviously Dembele. Yeah. Uh, how important is Dembele? Is he on? If Dembele, Dem- if Dembele. Is up for this. He will be. He, he he will he will. He could win the game for us. I think he's that important. And 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 is is potentially you know he's that good on his day that away at Ibrox, he he would he could rattle them in if he can yeah. be bothered. It's just whether he can be bothered. I mean, he's up against. He's going to be up against either Bates and probably Bates and Russell Martin. Yeah, I don't I don't think he'll play Alves. I, I, I don't like Dembele either. Bates and Martin. Dembele's got to look at that and think, yeah. I will battle you. This is worth three goals, isn't it? Yeah. I, think, yeah. I think Martin's been found wanting at this level. Yeah. Um, I think he's came up here thinking this will be a stroll, al- and he's al- struggled. Al- also, I think Dembele, I think Dembele knows that he's going to go in the summer. And with that being the case, he's, on, he's only got three big games left. Semi-final. Uh, this game, well, semi-final. F- f- four, obviously, including a cup final, hopefully. But, you know, he's got three games against Rangers. That's the big stage. That's the game where everybody's watching him. He performs in those. Yeah. He gets a better move. Yeah, I think we'd all agree on that. Um, again, Dembele has, you know, I would have said 100% that he would have went in the summer. I'm not so sure. No, me either. Listen, you've got to play Tam Rogic, but I can't believe that anybody. <laughs> this guy's playing Charlie Mazonda. This guy, this guy. Tom Tom Rogic won us the treble. I love Tom Rogic. Look what he's done for he's us. Not fit. He's just not he, fit. He fucking is fit. You're off your nuts. <laughs> how many minutes did he play against Morton? Oh, how much? How, how, how was he playing? How, uh, what was he the was, impact? He was but the best player on the pitch. He didn't start in the cup final though. Listen, you've got you've got Lustig syndrome, all right. No, so no. rain it in, pal. No, listen. These um, are all crazy. Listen, I hope I I, I, lo- I love Tom. I think he's yeah. probably one of our most. No, he's one of the be- biggest match winners we've got. The question I would ask Louis. Okay, let let, let me ask you this, because Christian kind of hit on it a little bit. He's going to give you fifty-five minutes. Do you want the first fifty-five minutes, or do you want the last fifty-five minutes? Tom Roger comes oh, on here we go. for 55 minutes. And do you know why he goes off in the 55th minute? Because he's dominated Job Because done. he's absolutely <laughs> pulled up ants down and, and just destroyed <laughs> them. Well balanced, yeah. of course, um, from Mr. McCaffrey. Tom Roger plays, I guarantee he gets two assists. Oh, <laughs> Andy scores. By the way, we all hope you're right. I mean, we absolutely hope you're right. I just don't think he'll start. I, I, I don't think he'll start. Would we throw Kouassi on in, in this game? Would there be any uh, for the other sort of um, midfield spot? Would you give a little bit of mo- bit of support for Brown? Would that be a doable thing? I just don't think there's space for him. I think Charm and McGregor is enough in this game. Yeah, and I I think he would be. 
It'd be an asset. wasn't available. I'd, I'd probably start in my head the Roderick Kwasi, to be honest with you. Uh, just because I think that's he's the kind trolling of... Me. <laughs> that's <laughs> why he's trolling me. But that's the Do kind of formation and player that you'd have there. So I'll make you in the shop, LLB. Yeah. We were nice. <laughs> i give you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually shorter to walk than to drive. But oh, he gave you a lift and now you're throwing it back in his <laughs> yeah. face. Um, where did the, where, where's going to be... Dermot, let me ask you this. What's going to be the key points here how are Celtic going to win I don't think their defence is very good at all okay. just yeah. defence I think we can create chances take the chances it will be a game over uh, we can win just by turning up actually and putting in a performance our attitude will make us win Aye, that, that's what it comes down to if, if we're up for it we're going to do it uh, if, we'd, if we don't show up if it's anything like the New Year's game I mean that just it was so lacklustre and Lack of belief and didn't really put any kind of effort or that, but then that, that such game, a weird game. That game was also after a run of playing about five or six games in a very short space of time. Yeah, yeah. No, we were blown out our ass in the games leading up to that game. Yeah. Aye, and now we're not. We've had a week to prepare. We've had a week off. We've had days off with all the snow and all that. We've effectively played a game in two weeks. Um coming into this game I think we should be I was hoping we would see a freshness against Morton it didn't quite turn out that way because again I just don't think they could could really be asked. I think they knew they'd turn up against Morton and go through the motions and win Yeah. whereas I think this might be they actually might be motivated for this game and they, they might, fucking better there be there might yeah. be a freshness about them no, no, and, and let me genuinely say this they better be yeah. I, know. But I think that's the difficulty you have and it's the danger is that sometimes See if you're in the run of form and you're playing well every week, then you're playing to that standard. I think just lifting your game for one-off games it doesn't always happen. I think players sometimes go out and think, oh, I'm going to do it. But if you've not been doing it in the weeks up to it, sometimes the performance just doesn't matter. If there's one thing that those Celtic players need, having won the treble last year and you know being criticised this year, it's for the Rangers players to be... Yeah. Super cocky, thinking we're publicly saying, you know, how confident they are that they're going to win. You know, the, it, you know that is the, Rangers cheating. Should, che- Rangers cheating when uh, they heard they draws in the semi final. That didn't happen. That I absolutely know, know. did not happen. Cool. They all went. Oh, at least we know me. Oh, that's just classic. That's a gym trainer kind of PR <sighs> thing, isn't it's it? Pathetic. I mean, but, but it's so. See, if but you can't the fans see, in the pub uh, celebrate. People laughing that up. But this is again. This is back to their delusion. This is back to what they think. The they, drugs have worn off. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I think will actually happen in the first five minutes? I think Andy Halliday will be playing at left back, and I think he'll pretty much decapitate James Forrest. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I like, think he, like he did, like to he did before Pat, the Paddy. I, 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 I think it's just set up for the atmosphere to be toxic, them to be vile, and him just to go through him to leave a mark. I, 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 I the ref to walk wait, away or a yellow card, maybe. Oh, it's really cool. We'll not see it. Okay, so. But I think. Um, I think Morelos, this might be the game that Morelos finally gets sent off. Uh, That's the thing. I think Christian makes an excellent point about the atmosphere driving the players. The atmosphere, big game atmosphere, um, having to turn up. Celtic, see, even if you're not at the races, you have to turn up, don't you, Christian? Yeah, like from the moment you arrive, like everybody's kind of giving you abuse and, you know, as you say, you're in the cauldron. I think that... If there's any sub of subconscious motivation needed, that, that'll come from that. I also think it'll, as you say, Rangers will be going out the box, mm-hmm. and they were trying to leave their mark. And I think Celtic is still will be able, to, even they'll be able to keep a cool head 
tactically and, and, and discipline. I think you soak up the first few minutes, try not to get, you know, hurt. <laughs> and yeah. and then I, I, I honestly I think they'll slowly turn the screw. Um yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty confident. I've I, talked myself into being confident. I feel more <laughs> confident after talking. Talking, yeah. talking. Listen, uh, talking to people, I feel well better after talking. Yeah, we want everyone if you're ever feeling any, any that you need to talk or anything. Talking is genuinely important um, and helps release stress, etc. Um, the the point I would make about Stuart Armstrong is I miss him. <laughs> oh, Mister Hare, I miss him. You miss the old Stuart. There's more chance of Lister getting back in the team. Next point. <laughs> yeah, fucking dickhead. Um, just with what we're going to do now is, let me ask you that. Okay, we're, we're wrapping up because we're at we're at our point. We're at our limit, right? Um, but let me ask you this: If Rangers win, is there a title race? No. No. You actually put you serious? I'm asking a fucking question that you know. I'm a journalist. Let I'm me a- give you. A- <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm a broadcast. Put yourself down. I'm, I'm like Bobby the Brain Heenan. Right, I'm a, broad- I'm the a broadcast no. journalist. No, is there? No. Is there? No. Fair enough. That's literally all I was asking. I was just asking a question. Um, I want uh, predictions and goal scorers, and I'm going to start with Christian Wolf. I went the other I, way. I think um, Bolaringa will beat Christiansen 2 0. We'll on, get to on, them. On I was the going Monday to make a joke. Uh, season <laughs> open. Uh, I think Celtic will win. Uh, 2-0. Quite controlled 2-0. Goal scorers? Um, goal scorers. Um, I think Cal McGregor with the first one and a, and a thumping header from Christopher Year to, to get the second one. Actually, I'm going to, before we finish this point, uh, um, let me just, sorry, it was a very pertinent point. Um, Michael Nolan tweets, are corners not for Celtic? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. Our set pieces are fucking Woeful. abysmal. Yeah. Wo- can you just, can we take a day after training and just Practice set pieces. It's because Lee Griffiths is the best one at them. But they're sh- no. I'm, look at the plate. Look at the practice. Look oh at yeah, no. We don't practice them. <laughs> I just meant from the football being able to kick the ball <laughs> into the box. Everybody thinks their team is rubbish at set pieces. Oh no, our team is. No, they're yeah. not any worse than anybody, anybody else. Oh, they are. Oh, no, they are. By a country mile. Against no. Zenit in uh, Champs, sort of free kicks and that were just an absolute waste of no, time. Every time. Confirmation bias. It's fine. It's not. Don't worry about it. We'll score from a corner at the weekend. Mark my words. <laughs> <laughs> I hope fine. so. I hope so. Uh, but I doubt Can you it. believe this? We're going to score right from a corner. <laughs> <laughs> almost did in the uh, Aberdeen game. I almost did. Mm. Terrific. Um, yeah. Almost. We almost won the European Cup last year. Terrific. Um, Louis. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I'm looking for a, a prediction, and I'm looking for goal scorers. Um, prediction. I'm going to say. Uh, 4-2 Celtic We're conceding 2 Yeah Okay Yeah um, And I think we'll, we'll I think they're going to start Very very positive And I think They might get the first goal I, I usually always think that Yeah So I'm going to stick with it um, I think they'll get the first one Goal scorers um, Dembele will definitely get one Forrest will definitely get one His um, first against Rangers Yes um, I think one of the back three will score oh. a header. I'm going to say Christopher Ayer because just because he's here, <laughs> and um, and I think either Paddy Roberts or Charlie Masonda will come on and get the last goal to get it right up them at the end. There's no need for that sort of language. That's disgrace. Get it right, fucking 
up them. That is a disgrace. There's no need for that language. I agree with it, <laughs> but there's no need for it. Uh, Dermatron, yeah. 3000. I, could, I mean, it could go anyway, couldn't it? Uh, Don't hold back now, Dermatron. I know. <laughs> Be conservative. <laughs> Do what your I, heart's I mean, telling you. I, I kind of think that it's going to be the most boring, horrible one each or nil-nil draw. You, you think it's going to be a draw? I, th- I think sometimes, it's, see if we if we don't show up, then I think it'll be a draw. I don't think they'll win. I think if we show up, it'll be 3-0, then Bailey will get two, and the other one will be um, McGregor. Lovely stuff. Uh, I agree. I think it's Can I just say, Tam will get at least two assists. Fair enough. I didn't I didn't put him down as a goal scorer there, because I know you'll have him hooked at half-time, but he'll, <laughs> he'll do the business. Um, I agree with Dermot. I think it'll be 3-0. Um, again, this game isn't about who's got the best team because we've got the best team. It's not about who's got the best squad. We've got the best squad. It's not about who's got the best manager. We've got the best manager. It's not about who's got the best fans. We've got the best fans. It's not about who's got the best stadium. We've got the best stadium. It's about <laughs> that was a bad. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it, it literally is about who's uh, who wants it more and mm-hmm. who's got the attitude for it. Um, this is their biggest game of the season. We've already had our biggest games of the season. So if Celtic have a calm head, strong hearts, 3-0. Is that a reference from... Friday Night Lights? Yes. Oh, Friday Night not really, Night. wasn't it? Was it clear eyes? Clear eyes. Can't yeah, lose. Yeah. Yeah. Takes uh, us forever. Uh, so if, if, we, um, if we have big hearts, uh, I think Celtic eyes. will be <laughs> better tactically. I yeah. think they will be better tactically set up and then be more disciplined forward. Also, I mean, let's not kid on. Let's not kid on that the referee's going to have some influence in, uh, on proceedings. Um, if Scott Brown gets an early booking, for example, he'll be walking on eggshells. Um, if Andy Halliday gets an early booking, he won't. Yep. Um, so, you know, we'll take everything into... Somebody else will be walking on crutches. Aye. Fucking one of them. That would be... That, that would be... That would get me really excited for the game if I seen Andy Halliday at left-back. You do that, yeah. they're, they're, they're fucked. Uh, okay, terrific. Yeah. Um, it is the opening weekend of the Norwegian... League It's the yeah. Um Talk us through, quickly, um, Ronnie Dylan, how he's going to do? Oh, it's going to be great. No, I think they're, uh, he's had a, you know, mediocre... His average season last year, I think, is a lot more settled team now. He's going to have a good pre-season. They look better, both a bit better. Got an exciting new Nigerian striker, 19 years old. Looking good. So, yeah, I think they should be going for a top three in European they places. Qual- they qu- did they qualify for Europe last season? No. No. Um, well, It's coming this season. It's so. coming this season. don't think a Christian understand, uh, understands what the word quickly means. Um, <laughs> <laughs> took him f- five years with Stromskutze. So Stromskutze. Um, no, cool. Uh, Mulder so will be playing as well. Mulder. 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 Um, thanks for uh, listening to the Night of Minute Cynic overall. Um, it's been terrific that you've uh, people do listen to us and we really appreciate everyone interacting with us on social media. We're on Twitter at um, 90 Minute Cynic. Um, we're on Instagram at 90 Minute Cynic as well. Instagram's hotting up a little bit oh, since yeah. I've taken over. Some of the pictures are pretty hot. Yeah. yeah. Daddy's taking over. <laughs> You know. Did you put one up tonight for the podcast? Of course no, I did. you didn't. Of course I did. No, you didn't. Check the feed. Fuck off. Really? No, well. I didn't. Uh, I'll put one up tomorrow. You also said you were going to put one up last week uh, when the podcast was released. You didn't do that. I did. I absolutely did no, last week. Didn't. I did. No, you didn't. All right. Uh, I'll go on that. <laughs> um, but no, we're on Instagram. We're on uh, Twitter. Um, if you could, you know, subscribe to us on iTunes. We we don't tweet as much as we should, and that's kind of all of our fault. Oh come on, we're all tweet. We're tweeting all the time. Are we fuck? Hey, <laughs> we are tweeting all the time. It's more about the quality than the quantity. 
That's true. Yeah. Um, so someone take Keith off Twitter. Um, <laughs> nah, that's a joke. Keith does the terrific work. Um, check out the, the website, 90minutecynic.com. You can get the fantastic latest edition of The Cynical, as well as back-dated issues of The Supplement. You should really try and download it, because it's it's something else. It's, it's, it really, it's really is the 21st century, that magazine. What I would say is... Um, it has pictures in it. They move. The words... Sounds. The, 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 the work that's went into it is phenomenal. I've got a little article in there. I interviewed Paul Carlin. Um, you can listen so to his music in list, the magazine. You can listen to his music in the magazine. There's great articles in it, and he plugs his own. Why would <laughs> Not the 17 others. Give him a talk about the other writers that have given up their time. Not just you talking to somebody. Come on, Chris. I don't give a fuck about the other writers. The other writers can suck it. <laughs> no, there's plenty. There's there's some wonderful articles in there. Um, I don't know it. I didn't read it. <laughs> no, there's plenty. Of, you know, we're going to have a cynical podcast and get some writers on. Um, the ones I decide to come on. Um, yep. So check us out on um, Twitter, Ninety Minute Cynic. Check us on Instagram, Ninety Minute Cynic. Check us uh, on iTunes. Do a search for Ninety Minute Cynic. Flatboard. Subscribe. Uh, leave a positive comment if you could. That would be terrific. We're also on Speaker, speaker.com slash D90MinuteCynic. But as I say, Twitter is where we post all our details and our links. Um, Dermot Coyle, you're back. Listen, you're, you're a, a mainstay. You and Louis are forming some sort of weird central midfield partnership where you just completely... Flat diamond, mate. Flat diamond. <laughs> disagree. Disagree. That's and that's 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 it's like that's a tag team name. Flat diamond. Flat it's like diamond. players from different eras coming together. It is, yeah. It's like Kieran Tierney and Danny McGrain coming together. <laughs> No, it is. What, to play in the same position? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, McGrain was that good, he could just... He could play right back, so no. it's no problem. He's more versatile than you is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dermot, it's been a pleasure. Uh, cheers for having us, it's good. Uh, Louis McCaffrey, pleasure as always. Uh, the pleasure is all mine. iTunes, iTunes, iTunes. iTunes, hashtag. The Norwegian hitman, I've decided to call you from now on. I'm happy with that. I think I've been the, the Thomas Rogner of the pod. Thomas Rogner. I'm happy, yeah. Injured with a broken nose. Um, I'm Chris Galhart. We are the 90 Minute Cynic, and we'll speak to you down the road. Maybe.
answer on ice in New York City. 